I'm Lucy Tiger, and you're listening to Unsung Songs Down Under. Hi, and welcome to Unsung Songs Down Under. As you heard, and as you saw, if you're watching this on YouTube, we have a special guest today. Today we have with us Lucy Tiger. Welcome to the show, Lucy. Hey, Eric, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being with us. How has your weekday been? Uh, it's been good. Very busy, but good. Okay, fantastic. Let's uh, get straight into it. Let's listen to one of your songs and introduce uh, the audience to Lucy Tiger, for those who don't know her. And uh, now we're going to listen to your latest release, which is called... Midnight Goodbye.
great song, Lucy. Thank you. So you play country. <laughs> This is the big reveal for who doesn't know you. Lucy Tiger is an amazing country musician, country rock. How did you uh, start making music? And uh, actually, where are you from? Because country is typically, typically American. How did you come to that? Uh, so when I was growing up, I listened to a lot of um, music that my parents really loved. And a lot of that was uh, 1970s uh, country rock, um, the Eagles and, uh, you know, great stuff like that. And um, also a lot of sort of country blues and uh, swamp sort of blues and southern rock. So Leonard Skinner, the Allman Brothers and all of that kind of came together and uh, Yeah, it's, that's the sort of music that I play now. And that's I'm a, from Sydney as well. <laughs> so you, right in the middle of the city. <laughs> you are from Sydney, right in the middle of the city. However, in your bio, you, you write that you are from the country. You grew up with horses and, uh, you know, on a farm. I went out to the country a lot when I was a kid and did a lot of horse riding. Um, and then I went, I actually went to boarding school for a couple of years uh, in the country as well. Uh, but I have always lived in... Um, in Sydney uh, so far and uh, actually right um, right near the city as well at the moment um, I'm in Darlinghurst so oh. it's sort of you know I can I can actually walk into the city uh, in about 20 minutes if I'm really fast <laughs> that's a great area Darlinghurst I, I love it so much nice place so many nice places where to eat and uh, yes. where to go so close to the city so close to live venues and everything so um how did you start playing music how it, it was obviously as you mentioned some influence and was there a guitar in the house or a piano how did it go yeah my um i learned piano when i was when i was little um so that was probably my first instrument and then uh, my dad came home with a guitar one day he plays guitar a little bit and he taught me the basics and i kind of just took it from there. Um, I started learning all the songs that I love and um, then I, you know, eventually started writing my own. Nice. And so what was it, the first song that you wrote? What was it called? It was actually, <laughs> it was actually called You're All Right, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, and uh, I wrote it uh, for this band that I was in, in uh, at uni, Rock sort of indie rock band um, and uh, but, it, but it's so funny because it still had like a bit of a country twang to it so yeah there seems to be kind of a, of, a, of a theme going and I'm not sure if you taught yourself guitar and music or if you studied so I did go to um, university and studied music um, I did a bachelor of popular music So uh, at a at James C Academy, which is um, pretty well known here in Sydney, uh, as a you know great uh, uni to go to if you want to um, learn how to be a sort of contemporary musician. It's not it's not classical or anything like that. It's not classical or or jazz. So yeah, they do a lot of stuff there. Also video production and so on. So uh, music is definitely one one part. So was it more in the theory space or in the production space, the kind of study that you did? Uh, it was all over actually. Um, it was a pretty good course. I think they've changed it recently, but um, yeah, they taught us uh, theory, um, uh, performing on stage, uh, songwriting. 
So yeah, they uh, it was a really, um, really sort of well-rounded course. Nice, really good. Listen, why don't we go and uh, have a little break and play another one of your songs? And uh, now let's listen to another song of yours. Let's listen to Gasoline. Song you have as a hook, and every song is a single. 
great songwriting. So starting from uh, the rock bands in school and then ending up doing your own music. How how many bands did you have? How many collaborations did you do? Uh, there was one main one in uni. What's the name of the band? Oh, sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, called uh, The Still Bandits. The Still Bandits. So that was my band. Mm-hmm. And you were leading, of course. No, I wasn't actually. I was playing a uh, rhythm guitar, but um, I was the main songwriter for the band. Nice. I think there is so much dedication and attention and production. Where was this in the, in the videos that you make? Are they shot in Australia? Yeah, yeah. Um, all of the videos I've done, um, the Found My Home video did use a lot of footage that I actually filmed myself when I was in the States. Uh, but all of the other ones, um, Greenwood, Gasoline and Midnight Goodbye, they were all filmed uh, and edited by Jay Sini from Blacklist Production House. And he does such a good job and he edited the Found My Home one as well. Uh, but um, the other three, he filmed them all and edited them and he he is so good. Um, he knows how to make you like look <laughs> like a million bucks and um, he just does such a good job. Um, yeah, the, the gasoline one was super fun because we actually um, got to borrow a car from a family friend of ours. So the car that I'm driving around in the video that is a um, Dodge Demon and there are only four of those in Australia. I think there's only like 300 of them even made worldwide and there's only four of them in Australia and it is um, the fastest street car in the world. Serious? So they go very, very fast and they burn a truckload of gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> that would give you a kick. So you oh, drove yeah. it yeah we borrowed it um it was it was very fun we got a lot of um everyone on the street like they all it's so funny everyone knows what model it is and you know and how many cylinders it's got and they're all like rev it <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's amazing i, I love yeah. it a so- bit of a shock when they fell behind the wheel <laughs> <laughs> why yeah it was, must have been fun I'm not a car oh, yeah. person, but oh, I, I enjoy a good car. I've been, you know, in Australia it's not possible, but I was, I'm originally from Italy. You may have discovered or from my accent. And, uh, but I also lived in Germany and in Germany there's no speed limit. So you can go as fast as you want on the highway. So I was hitchhiking okay. once to go basking with a friend of mine down from Berlin, down south to, um, this is a crazy story, with, uh, with down south to Bayern in Munich, where they had the rich so it's good basking we used to go there every two or three months and then stop basking for a while and just concentrate on producing music and we stopped on we started hitchhiking on the highway and we got on this, on this car it was uh, this BMW coupe with uh, this crazy man who was driving 240 that was fast yeah let's go back to your music so um how is the songwriting uh, process for you? You you write the songs, come up with an idea, and then you do you do. I imagine at JMC they also taught you how to produce yourself. So I imagine you make some demos. How does that work? 
Uh, so generally the songwriting process for me is pretty quick. I kind of come up with an idea either on guitar or lyrics and then um, just sort of put it all together into a song. Um, and that, that generally takes maybe like 20 minutes, not very long. Um, I, I normally have a few ideas to start with before I sit down and finish them. Uh, so then, uh, yeah, I, I recorded a few demos, um, and I try and sort of add in like as much as I can, um, maybe like a bassline idea and, um, a lead guitar idea and, you know, backing vocals, um, all of that into a demo to, um, to then send to, uh, the guys that I record with who are in the States. The guys you met on your two tours in the States, am I right? Yeah. Tell us a bit yes. about it. How was that experience? It was great. Um, recording in the States is uh, so easy and so quick. Um, I just, I honestly wouldn't record anywhere else <laughs> at this point. Um, uh, I recorded the Gasoline EP uh, in uh, Muscle Shoals in Alabama and it was fantastic and we used the same guys, uh, session players and uh, engineer and master for uh, the two new songs that I've released. Uh, so I did have to kind of come up with those demos and then uh, send them over to the States and then they had to record their bits and send them back and then I had to do my vocals here and send that back. and. So it got, it was a bit more complicated this time around, but um, I, it all just came together still really easily, which was great. And where do you record uh, the vocals when you send them back? Here in so Sydney. I actually, yeah, I record them in Sydney with a friend of mine called Ben Raiden at uh, Courtyard Studios. So he's just like a one man band um, uh, and he does really great job and he's uh, fantastic. So, uh, you know, I just have to do my vocals and backing vocals and acoustic guitar stuff here and uh, I just do that with Ben. That's really, really good. Um, so your music uh, is very well arranged, some of the best music in the world and composition, chorus progressions is country and we all know that some people may not like it but we cannot shut up and say that it's not great composition and songwriting. So. How do you approach the arrangements? Do you do them yourself or in, in the demos or you leave a lot of freedom or some freedom to the session musicians you play with? I give them a lot of freedom um, because they're, they're fantastic and um, they really, they, they record with so many different people who do so many different genres of music, um, you know, most often the people that they record with will be doing uh, blues or Americana or country or um, Southern rock that, I mean, that's, you know, that area is sort of known for those genres of music. But, you know, ever since I went there the first time, they just, you know, I sort of told them a few of my influences and a few of my favorite songs. At most of which are recorded in Muscle Shoals in the room I was standing in anyway. Um, so they were super familiar with all of them. And, um, you know, they heard my songs and how I play guitar. I play very rhythmically. Um, rhythm is really, really important to me. Um, and uh, yeah, they just like hit it out of the park. So, I mean, these guys are complete pros at what they do. So, you know, I, I tend to just, yeah, just 
kind of say go nuts. <laughs> That's great. And uh, these songs are doing really well internationally. They are in the top 100 on a number of charts in the US and they're also 60 or 50, I guess, uh, uh, the latest release is. Uh, you want to update us a bit? Because uh, it, it changes so fast. I know. <laughs> so Found My Home is uh, doing really well. Uh, I released that back in February and it reached number 20 on the Australian country radio charts, which was huge for, you know, what was essentially my debut single to um, to Australian country radio. Um, and it is also on the charts right now in the US uh, on the Music Row charts in Nashville. And it's sitting at number 54. So... <laughs> That is, um, yeah, I'm just still pinching myself. It's uh, fantastic. Congratulations. And um, how did you promote the music? How did you get to this point? I mean, there's still always something to do, but I guess it's interesting to know how you get to this point. Like, first time I saw your, uh, first time I saw you, we shared a stage in uh, at Moshpit. Um, that's a great venue here in Sydney. You should all go. Moshpit. It's amazing and there's some really nice people and um, Shannon does an amazing job at keeping everyone happy and together. Some quirky stuff at times, but that's the nature of it. It's great. Yeah, so from there, and that was uh, just after the first lockdown was finished and we're back in lockdown. Um, so how from there, you, for me, I saw you blasting into space. How did you do that? Of course, the music is great, but you have to promote it. Yeah, so, you know, publicity really, I mean, I say this to every, you know, musician or songwriter who asks me this question and publicity really needs to be um, in your in your budget um, when you go to record and promote music. So, you know, you can easily spend <laughs> as much on publicity as you do on the actual recording of the music. And, you know, it's it's a real trade-off because if the music is no good, uh, the quality of the music is no good, then no publicity, no amount of publicity can get you, you know, onto charts and stuff um, and, and vice versa, basically. Um, you know, you can spend $100,000 on recording, but if you only spend 500 bucks on publicity, it's going to go nowhere. So basically... Um, in uh, in Australia, I you know I have a publicist, and you know I have one in the states as well. And you know it's it's really important. Um, a lot of radio stations, especially in the states, will not accept music um, from artists directly. So they 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 you know you can post them stuff, <laughs> um, you can email them, you can call them. Uh, but they will not accept like unsolicited music and it's it's how it's always been in the states and it's not going to change anytime soon in a so you, you basically have to use a publicist even for um, you know stations in small towns um, and but the, you know the good thing about the states is that um, all of the music that gets played on every station is reported to royalty collection agencies so even if you're being played, like, I mean, I'm, I'm getting, I think, um, something like uh, 35 plays a week in Palestine, Texas, which is like this pretty small town. But every one of those plays will be reported to, you know, the um, 
royalty agency. So I'm, I'm going to get royalties for every one of those plays. That doesn't happen in Australia. So in Australia, only commercial stations report every song that gets played. Community stations don't have to. So some of them do, um, but a lot of them only report one week a quarter. So, you know, when, when you look at it, the cost of publicity may be very high for the states, but you'll get your name out there, you'll get, you know, um, name recognition, and you'll also get royalties at some point. <laughs> so in Australia, I, I use um, a publicist as well, and um, it's a bit different in Australia. Um, you know, artists can, you know, definitely reach out to stations. There are some stations that will just not talk to you at all if you're not coming through a publicist. But a lot of community radio stations um, love to hear from artists and especially Australian artists. And I always recommend that any independent artist gets their music up on AMRAP, A-M-R-A-P uh, .org, I think, .au. Um, that's basically a, a really good um, distribution platform to get music um, for free. You upload it for free and then community radio stations can download it for free to play on the air. So um, I get a lot of uh, downloads on that. Um, and I, I was number one on their charts, I think, this week, which is really cool. Um, so community radio is, is really important and they love hearing from, from artists. So you can always just contact them directly as well. So yeah, it's all about getting a publicist. <laughs> you got to spend money to make money. It makes sense. So I guess the big question for those who listen or watch now are, so how do you finance this? Do you have a day job as well? Uh, I did, yes. And uh, for, for a time pre-COVID. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I do at the moment. Uh, I'm just obviously not working um, so much because we're all in lockdown. Um, <laughs> so my, my day job at the moment is actually, I work for um, uh, a doggy daycare, <laughs> which is just down the road from where I live. And it's the most perfect job for me because um, it is very, very low stress. And um, you know, you don't take your work home with you. <laughs> and you get cuddles. Uh, <laughs> dream job basically <laughs> incredible all right so lucy would you like to play us a couple of songs or one yeah, song I'd love to. that'd be great all right all right i'll play i'll play the solo acoustic version of midnight goodbye for you Triple reminds me why hurricanes are named after people. 
<laughs> that was great. Thank you so much. What guitar do you play? I play a Taylor. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> um, oh, I can never remember. Um, a three, two, four CE. <laughs> nice <laughs> one. Alright, so we're going. We're getting towards the end of the of our chat. I wanted to ask you just a couple more things, and uh, so I was wondering, what are you listening to these days? Is there a new record or something that came out that uh, you can stop listening to? Of course, apart from your music. Um, I really like Eric Church's new song, um, "Heart on Fire." That's really great. Same uh, that, that came out just recently. It's really good. Um, and uh well i love um one thing that i always love listening to is leonard skinner's version of uh, call me the breeze that's great i <laughs> <laughs> get my head out of the 70s though <laughs> for one day 70s are coming back every time i'm listening to this guy that i've discovered i try i'm trying to get him on the show as well he's in sweden though his uh, name i've uh to say is kent hill he does it has 80s, 90s rock, but produced now, and it sounds amazing. And he's got this oh, amazing wow. projection with his voice. And but <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> it's actually really good. All right, and the future looks bright. So what's next for Lucy Tiger? Uh, so I do have more singles coming out, which is really cool. Um, and I'm hoping to tour soon, uh, but lockdowns keep happening, so <laughs> who knows? But um, definitely more singles coming out, and um, yeah, lots of exciting stuff coming. That's great. This was Lucy Tiger, and uh, you have to go and check her out. I mean, she's here, but you go and listen to her music, buy her t-shirts. She's got some great merchandise on her website, and uh, listen to her and watch her videos. We are totally addicted in this household, and uh, we can't stop, actually. Um, one last thing I wanted to ask you is to please, please, please play another little song for us. It's fading away. <laughs> And uh, this was Unsung Song Sydney. This is Lucy Tiger. Uh, like and subscribe, share, like, and uh, if you want to be on a show, just reach out. So I'll play. Uh, I'll play my last single. Um, it was called. If I can find my pick, or maybe I just. I, I, I won't a, play with pick. That's a good <laughs> A good title for a song. If I could find my pick. Where is my guitar pick? <laughs> <laughs> So this is uh, Found My Home. <laughs> <laughs> 